Hello everyone and welcome to Tops Baseball Talk. I am your host Greg Earhart and today I'm going to talk about the opening day weekend we had. Um, <laughs> where do I start? What a weekend. Um, uh, WKU Hilltoppers Baseball is 3-0 to start the season, the 2019 season. Uh, it's been a long time since we, uh, I think we swept the uh, opening day. I think it was 2011, I want to say, probably. I think I don't think Myers, we ever swept a, um, under Coach Myers, I don't think we ever swept opening day weekend. Uh, I know we did it with Fenwood, so it is probably 11, 10 or 11. I can't really actually remember. I need to look this up before I get on there and start talking. But, man, what a... Um, Way to open up the season. Um, well, I just I'm really speechless. Uh, you know, went to all three games. Uh, weather was uh, was really bad. It was really horrible uh, weather for the um, for all three games. Um, opening day, uh, the Friday game, it it sleeted the whole time, and uh, probably from about the third inning on, it it just kept sleeting and it it. It was not not it was it wasn't pretty, so it was it was cold, windy, um, really horrible day for baseball, weather-wise. But any day is good for baseball. But horrible day for watching in the stands watching baseball. Second day, um, Saturday's game uh, wasn't bad. The uh, um, temperature. Stayed in the low 40s, probably. Went there was a there was a good breeze, about 10 miles an hour up in the stands. It fell about about 20 at times. So it was it was really cold up up in those bleachers, the stands, seats, bleachers, whatever you want to call them, at the neck. Um, it, it didn't rain or anything. Um, actually, uh, let me go back to the opening day. Actually, the games they started the game early. It's a three o'clock game. They actually started the game at um, at one. So um, they're gonna try to beat the um, the weather front coming in, which I don't know why they actually. Um, <laughs> only thing I think the only thing the uh, the program did wrong all weekend was they missed the time on the weather because the weather was the forecast was saying. Um, you know, the front was going to come in probably around 3 o'clock, so there's no way we were going to get the game done uh, if we started at 1 by 3, and it was around, it was about around 3 o'clock, uh, maybe a little earlier, maybe anywhere from 2.30, 3 o'clock it started. You could start feeling a little bit of the, you get some sleet on you, and then by, it was lit. I know it was, it was had to be probably the fifth inning, or maybe in the fourth inning on, it just it just sleeted like crazy. Um, so that was that. Then I said Saturday, um, it it uh, rained and sleeted and snowed all Friday night and uh, Saturday morning. It had it had stopped. Um, I was wondering if they was gonna get the game in or not, but they actually did. It started at one o'clock. Um, the snow and stuff a lot of it melted uh, you can see on the outfield you see where they they uh, 
cleared some of the snow because there was actually some snow still left. You can see up there out by the warning track up against the wall, a little bit of snow. Um, but besides that, you know, it was really, it was just really cold, windy. Uh, then yesterday, Sunday's game, the last game in the series, uh, we looked at the weather that morning, and it was supposed to be in the 50s. Uh, it never hit 50. Uh, it, it felt about like 40 with a wind chill of about 30... Five maybe. <laughs> it was cold yesterday. Yesterday was really really cold. Um, they missed the forecast for as far as temperature wise. Uh, there was no no precipitation, snow, rain, or any of that stuff yesterday. It was just really cold. Uh, so um, up in the up in the stands at the neck. So besides that, everything else was just um, crazy awesome. <laughs> That's all about the only thing you can say. I do want to uh, go back um, on the the second episode of this podcast I did. I, I talked about uh, Michael Darrell Hicks going to have a big season. Well, um, that's not going to be possible because the kid is out for the season. He had Tommy John surgery, offseason, all that. So <laughs> I really... Uh, well, I, actually, I, there was no information out there. They never put information out about, you know, players and stuff. I mean, it's really hard to find anything on the team. So, you know, it, I didn't know the kid was um, was actually injured. So, um, so if you, if you listen to that, and you already and you knew about Daryl Michael Hicks being out for the whole season, and you heard me, you know, sorry about that. But yeah, he's um. He's rehabbing his arm and everything, and hopefully um, uh, he'll be back next season and he'll put up those numbers that I was hoping him to put up this year. I did see him at the Nick Friday. He um, he looked to be in good spirits. He was uh, he was there talking to some of the parents and everything. Um, he wasn't dressed. Uh, I don't think he was. I could. He might have been. Everybody was bundled up after the game, so it's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> If um, if you didn't play, you were bundled up, so it's hard to tell if he was in uniform or not. But um, he is out for the season. We wish him well and uh, speedy recovery on that um, on that rehabbing that arm and be back for 2020 season and uh, put up some good numbers. So I just want to talk about that because uh, yeah, that was I say as a mistake on my part, but like I said I, I couldn't find any information on it. They just don't put anything out. I was like, I'm gonna talk about game one. It was like I said, it was Friday. Um, it was a big win for the Tops. We won nine to six. Big opening day um, win for us. And if I say us, I mean the Tops. I guess some people don't like it. If you don't, if you're not a player, you're not us. But I don't know. That. So if I say us, it's nothing. I don't, you know, mean it bad. It's just me trying to talk fast, or you know, I'm just talking like, but um. We'll get to the, uh, like I said, the game got post, got moved back to 1 o'clock. Must have been 3 o'clock start time. Start at 1 o'clock. Um, the uh, attendance on the thing says 303. I looked it up on the box score. It says 303. Um, there was maybe 100 people there. Uh, there was actually more uh, Northern Kentucky fans. Uh, there than there was Tops fans, which is really sad. Um, uh, let's see. I know 
people probably say, well, they moved the time back two hours. Uh, you know, with horrible weather. Well, if these, you know, I can, I can see that, you know, a little bit to, you know, but if, if you already planned to have, to come to opening day, just moving it back two hours shouldn't affect that many people. You knew it was going to be cold. I mean, so, I don't, I don't, I don't take that excuse, those excuses. People, get your butts out to the Nick. Support these boys. If you missed, if you didn't come out to the Nick this weekend, you know, shame on you. Yeah, it was cold. Big deal. It's college baseball. It's cold everywhere. It's February. We start middle of February every year. Those boys put on a show this weekend, and you missed it if you stayed home because you thought it was a little cold. But anyway, you missed a great game, and there was more fans there from the from the uh, opposing team than the home team, which is sad. Um, like I said, there's pot there. It, it looked maybe a hundred if that. Uh, they said three out there. I guess that's season tickets bought. I don't know. But anyway, I'm gonna get on to the game. Um, one of the things that I really, really liked about that first game was. Um, Seeing Troy Newell, how he pitched uh, last year. He came to the Nick last year, uh, JUCO transfer. Uh, really, uh, really had a you know uh, a shaky year last year. You know, didn't really pitch very well. Um, I guess you know the the uh, moving up to uh, D1 from the junior college level. Uh, just I don't. He wasn't prepared, and especially for um, the Conference USA uh, level of um, hitting, so he really he really struggled last year. Uh, today, I'm oh, sorry, not today. Sorry, Friday he looked really good. Um, his control looked really good. Um, thing it really, I think it really, uh, I noticed that thing it really I liked was he got every time he got a little trouble, he worked out of it. Last year it seemed like he. We'll get in trouble and just couldn't get out of it this year or well, this year this this first game he pitched you know and and, and you, his nerve he had to have the nerves because opening day um pitcher for the tops that, i mean that's a big deal and, you know they uh the team the coach give you know puts the ball in your hand so here you go you're opening up our season that means a lot you know and uh, i'm sure his nerves he had nerves going out you know and his them butterflies was flying because that's 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 a real big big deal getting getting honored to be the opening day pitcher for for your ball club. So yeah, he really he really um, pitched well, and um, he, she shows you he the he's he's putting the time and the work in the off season to improve. So uh, hats off to uh, Troy Newell, great job, kid. Uh, keep it up, and we'll you know we'll, we're gonna need that you know Friday. Friday starters, especially when we go into conference play. So uh, keep that up. Good work, kid. Again, um, let's see. Another thing um, about the, the Friday game was Kevin Lambert's play in the field. Oh, my gosh. You know, I talked about him earlier, how, you know, his, his glove. Man, he made some tremendous plays. He, he didn't make a head of a throw in there, but, man, the plays he made in the opening game were just, you know, Crazy, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I said, I've talked about his glove. You know, last episode, how you know, 
but he, you know, first game, just come out, come out of the gate, you know, just throwing the leather, you know, and just, you know, basically uh, showing everybody that, you know, the the few things that were written in the offseason about uh, his defense, you know, he come out of the gate showing them everything was written was right, you know, and um, another thing about the first game, and there's nothing I'm talking about, was the, uh, the the catcher. We have a new catcher this year, um, starting catcher. His name is Matt. I want to hope I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, Phipps. It's P-H-I-P-P-S. Um, that kid played some great defense behind the plate this weekend. He was digging balls out left and right. Really impressed me on his defense. And, um, you know, it just... Uh, was re just really impressive, and as, as of last year, if if you you know went to any games, you know I was, I was very critical of uh, the starting catcher last year because he, you know I'm not gonna I'm not knocking the kid. The kid had a problem holding on to the ball. It pop it pop out of his glove, and if if you went to the games, you saw it. it you know he he had a problem of catching the ball. Um, I'm not the only one that saw it. People were sitting around me in the stands all year long was talking about, you know, why why you getting hold on the ball. We don't know. Uh, I said, it, I'm not knocking the kid. That's just what happened. He he couldn't hold on the ball. Um, so I don't know. He he must he must have transferred out. Uh, he's not on the roster this year. So uh, looks like the starting catcher of this year will be this the Matt Phipps. I guess I'm like I said. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Like he really, he really stood out behind the plate. Um, so, um, like I said, the pitching, you know, uh, was good. We're going to talk about the hitting a little bit. Uh, then we'll go back probably to the pitching. But um, Kevin Lambert stepped up big time behind the, uh, you know, at the plate, not just behind the, <laughs> behind the pitcher on the on the diamond. He showed up at the plate. That was one of the things I talked about in the uh, first. Um, uh, not the first, but the second podcast was, you know, uh, he's got a who, um, uh, his bat needs to, you know, get about 30 more points and, you know, and that just would be, you know, where we would be awesome for him, you know, just to, if he could hit 250. Well, he started off the season three for four at the plate, so, and he had three for four with a walk, and um, if he can keep that up, whoa, man. Can you imagine that kid would could keep you know just even if he like I said I was saying two fifty but if he can keep it he can get it two seventy five wow with that glove look out hit big things so I'm hoping uh, you know Kevin can keep that up you know keep that back going and then we'll talk a little bit about the um, incoming junior uh, Jake Sanford uh, he had a big day um, opening game. Friday, he went uh, two for three with two walks and three RBIs. He was a right fielder, and I do believe he made a pretty good defensive play, if I can remember right, in right field. Um, so man, that was um, nice to see from, uh, you know, incoming uh, junior junior college transfer. I think, he, the, I think he's from Nova Scotia, I think that's what they said. So big game from him, really, really uh Really, he liked his play. Hustles a lot. Hustles got good speed, um, good solid, you know, solid contact to the ball. 
So, uh, hopefully, you know, big things from him. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about um, Richard Jr., who was a JUCO transfer. He came JUCO transfer last year to the Nick. Uh, the Sam, uh, I can't, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, too. But, uh, McElrin, Elrith, McElrith. I'm probably butchering these boys' names. I'm sorry if I am. Uh, he, boy, he was the kid that only played a few games last year and got hurt in Richard the whole year. Uh, he actually went two for five with an RBI. Um, he was moved over to first. He played first base um, Friday. And he looked good and everything. Um, the only thing it, it kind of got me worried was uh, there was a play late in the game. Um, I really couldn't see from my vantage point in the stands uh, what actually happened. Um, but the throw... There was a, the throw come, was coming to him. Like I said, he was playing first base. Uh, I couldn't tell if the there was a, the runner was was flying down the line. Um, I couldn't tell if because it was really close. It was like bang bang play. I couldn't tell if the throw actually hit him in the arm or the you know the wrist or if the runner hit his arm or the wrist. I really couldn't tell because he he. Um, he started shaking his hand, you know, wrist and hand, uh, arm, you know, forearm area, and you could tell he was hurt. And the trainer came out and looked at him for a while, but he stayed in the game. So, um, so we we thought, you know, maybe he was all right and everything. Um, so, so I, from my vantage point, I couldn't actually see actually what the injury was. Um, so I'm just hoping, you know, we were hoping he, you know, he he was okay because you know he missed basically all of last season. Um, Let's see. Then you know we had the hitting was good, good hitting. Um, uh, I, I like we didn't didn't have the next guy. Every time the person got on, we had the next guy trying to bunt his way on every time. So I like that. I think they actually did have a sacrifice bunt, but it wasn't like last year. Where it seemed like every time somebody was getting on, they were throwing up the bunt sign. But uh, so the, the offense really um, looked really good. And the uh, um, I don't I. Really ain't got time to because I only have an hour on this uh, podcast to um, to talk about everything. So I'm gonna try. To, I'm already about 20 minutes in, so I'm about to speed up. So the offense was good. Everybody hit pretty good, and that's so I'm gonna um, have to shorten this up. Uh, the last two innings got a little shaky with the bullpen. Um, uh, Northern Kentucky started making a comeback, and I think it was like the start of the eighth inning. I think uh, we were up by nine. We were up at no, we were we had, we were on, we were nine. It was like nine to nine to three, I think. I, I'm trying to remember it and stuff. I should have wrote this down, but it was so cold. Uh, I wasn't writing anything down. <laughs> so, but anyway, I want to say it was uh, nine to three. Something. It was like that. We were up big, and it was around the eighth inning. They started making a comeback. Uh, the bullpen. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like eighth inning. As like you know, the bullpen started um, like a, you know, started to struggle, and this is one of our things that happened last year. Last few years, our bullpen just really struggled, you know. So I was thinking, oh, here we go again. You know, same old as last year. You know, good game will get up. You know, pitch a pitch a good game, and you know, got good hitting and everything, and we can't close the close the game out. You know. Um, so like I said, they started getting getting a little worried there. They started coming back on us. Um, 
can't remember the kit. I should have wrote this down. I actually should have looked it up. Uh, they brought in... Uh, I can't remember the kit. They brought... They, they basically... Last year, they would... I think last year, we didn't have that. Our pitching staff was a little low, I think, last year. So we had to leave. We got a lot of guys in, try to work out their mess. Um, that's one thing Pulaski did good this opening weekend. When uh, guys were in trouble, he'd go out there and talk to them. And if he didn't think they could do it, he'd yank them. So he was pull, he pull, you know, he was pulling them. And then they, um, so uh, they made a few changes. Uh, like I said, they came back on us. Made a few changes, pitching changes. Um, I said I, I should have wrote this down. I, um, but anyway, <laughs> um, the um, made a few pitching changes came in, uh, and then we shut them down. We shut them down, and we ended up winning the game nine to six. Like I said, it was a little closer than we wanted. Uh, with the you know bullpen a little bit shaky right there toward the end. Uh, but like I said, Pulaski did a good job. Took. Took guys out, put guys in that, you know, come in and got the job, yeah, job done and uh, finished the game. You know, overall it was a great day for Tops. Baseball, you know, big first win, you know, start the 2019 season. So, we'll, um, we'll take that definitely. Always great to start out the season with a, with a win. So, then we're going to talk about a little about, about uh, game number two, which was Saturday. Um... They had free attendance for um, for the game number two on Saturday. Uh, I think it was because Diddle, uh, uh, men's basketball team, was playing at Diddle at two, and um, I think they had to have um, all the people working the gates at Diddle. I don't think they could find anybody to uh, <laughs> work the gates at at the Nick. So. I think they just said, well, we'll just let them in free. It's cold. We probably don't have many. <laughs> we only had like 75, 80 people like yesterday. We might not have that many, which uh, I looked on the thing, and they put 303 as the attendance for Saturday, which I guess that's, like I said, I've never really kept up with that. So I'm, I'm assuming that's the um, um, season tickets for the season. I'm, I should check in. I've never have. I guess if I ain't really looking at that, I'm going to be on here talking about it. But, um from the looks of it, it was actually for, like I said, it was cold for, it was actually took about 250 people there. Um, and there was actually, there was more uh, Western fans than um, I thought was going to be there with um, the basketball game being at Diddle. And uh, so it was, and it was actually, the, there was about, the crowd was about 50-50. You know, uh, the day before there was more Northern Kentucky fans than there was Western fans. Uh, Saturday was about 50-50, and it was about, about 250. It was actually, wasn't that bad. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, the crowd, what the crowd was Friday, and then, like I said, with the boys uh, playing, and I did want to the girls' softball team was playing. Um, I think they, well, they, I think they started delayed. I think they started later in the afternoon because the wet, they, their field, because uh, they still have the, um, natural field where ours is uh, completely artificial, and uh, so I think I think they actually had a one o'clock start time. I think they pushed theirs back later on in the afternoon, so I don't think so. We didn't have any competition with the girls competing, you know, same time as they play. I hate when that happens. Well, we, what little bit of fans we both have, <laughs> we're basically fighting over them. But anyway, so it wasn't too bad of a crowd for you know 
considering all the things was going on, you know, weather and, and basketball and all that. Um, so about 250 people. Um, uh, uh, we, we won the game. It was five to four. So it's two games in a row. We won opening, you know, opening day weekend, opening weekend. We won Friday. Now we won Saturday. This one went in ten innings. So um, we got a little, little hairy there at the end. But um, I want to start off talking about the, um, the starting pitcher uh, was Bailey Sutton. He was he's a red shirt sophomore who uh, missed all the 2018 season with injury. Um, so this was his uh, first appearance since the 2017 season. Uh, you know, I, when I saw his, uh, he was going to be the starter, I mean, the last, it kind of was like, okay. Um, I know he's coming off injuries. His first appearance, I was, I was like, you know, he's opening weekend. You know, I was like, yeah, he's going to be nervous, uh, you know. The kid really pitched good, pitched really well, considering because the last time I looked, I went back because I knew, I remember in um, 2017, uh, the last month he started out really good 2017, and um, the last month of the season he really struggled a lot. Uh, the 2017 season he really struggled. His last appearance at the neck was really, really, really struggled, and then I think it was uh, the last. Then we went down in. Uh, was it international they played? I can't. I, I'm horrible at show, but I guess show prep you want to call it. I should look at this stuff. Uh, whatever. I think we we finished at Atlantic. I think last year. Uh, and he didn't pitch. He didn't pitch well down there. He struggled down there. So um, you know, I was hoping uh, you know that he gets off with a good start. Uh, so he come out. He actually gave up. Um, he he gave up two runs, but he was. Um, his control was so much better, so much better. He he ended with um, four Ks and only one walk, but he had really good control. Uh, so he actually pitched a lot better than I thought. Um, you know, coming off injury, being out a whole season, first time pitching. You know, it's opening weekend. You know, his nerves had. He really had to you know have some nerves going, and you know I said he got two run, but man, he he really looked good. You know, really good control. I was really impressed um, with the control he had. You know, um, so just hope he can keep it up. You know, because that uh, we really will need him to step up. You know, and uh, get you know have have some you know good things for him this season. Help the tops out pitching because uh, that's I think that's where we're really going to struggle. We've actually we've struggled the last few seasons has been our pitching. Um, like I said, Friday's game, you know, Newell stepped up big time. Um, you know, the bullpen, we had a couple little shaky, you know, shaky things in the bullpen. But overall, they, they shut it down. So, we're in the second game. Uh, Bailey's looking good, too. So, that's, you know, that's that's really a good thing to look, you know, look ahead to is um, Bailey Sutton. Because um, his control, I said his control was really good. Um then uh, something that really, really hurt us last year was long relief out of the bullpen after our, after we took our starters out. Uh, we needed, we really struggled with long relief, and uh, uh, after they took Sutton out, uh, they put in uh, JUCO transfer junior. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this name right too. I'm horrible with the names. Kenny Lapair. 
Um, he made his top's debut. He had five, five strikeouts and one walk. Uh, he pitched a great game. Oh, he pitched so good. It, it was, I can't remember off the top of my head how many innings he did, which I, another thing I've, <laughs> more prep I should have done. But uh, I know he pitched at least three innings at least. Uh, yeah, he, he, um, he looks really, really good. Um, so that's, an, like I said, long relief. That was one of our um, weaknesses last year. And, and this kid came in there and was lights out. And um, so, it's, like I said, it's pitching. It's looked good. The two first two games, our pitching looked good. Um, the um, Another, I, I probably, well, I'm going to have to shorten this down on the time I got here. Uh, on the pitching, I was going to talk about some of the hitting. Uh, <laughs> the junior Jake Sanford, he had another big game. Uh, he went three for five with an RBI. Um, so I mean, that's two two back-to-back -back games. He just killed the ball. Uh, he made a really good play in um, right field. I remember he he I didn't think he's ever he's gonna get to the ball. He made an excellent uh, excellent defensive play. In uh, right field, um, so he's bat for the first two games. He's he, you know he was hit. He first two games he was the best hitter on the team. He was he was scorching hot. You know he was just blistering the ball. And um, then another person to talk about was the uh, catcher again, um, Matt. I'm mess his name up again. Feeps. I get out. I said I hope that's how I pronounce it. Um, Another great defensive game behind the plate. I mean, the kid is really, really, he reminded me of Hunter Wood's senior year when Hunter Wood uh, basically was taking a beating behind the home plate stopping balls and stuff. Uh, and this kid was digging them out. He was, he, he's, his, his defense behind the plate, is, it was just off the charts this weekend. Uh, but in that second game, his back came alive. He went two for three with an RBI and a walk. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> he had a great weekend um, behind the plate and at the plate. Uh, this, um, you know, we last year, like I said, we, we, we struggled with our catching behind the plate. Um, our hitting, you know, was so-so behind the plate. We know our, our catcher. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't bad. Uh, but, man, if this kid can keep up hitting like he did this weekend with his defense, oh, man, it's looking looking good for the tops. <laughs> looking really good, you know. Um, really, really see good things for this kid. Uh, then, uh, let's see what I'm trying to do. I'm going to try to speed this up as I... I actually did write a few things down, but our time is limited on this because I ramble a lot too. Um, I'm just trying to think what what else I can. I gotta try to think of something really fast because, like I said, I'm trying to get all three games in. Talk about them. Um, like I said the bullpen looked good. The um, the kid come out and the kid came out in long long relief. And did really good in the bullpen. Um, let's see. This was the uh, okay. This was the second game. So the bull. After we took the we took look 
LaPair out. Um, I can't remember who they brought in. I should have wrote this down. But it happened again. There was the um, bullpen uh, struggled a little bit. And um, I got something wrote down. Let me see if I wrote down who, who they brought in. Uh, of course, I didn't write it down. But after they took the LaPair kit out, they the bullpen struggled a little bit. And it was like game... It was uh, like game one, you know, the the, um, the uh, Northern Kentucky team came back on us. And uh, actually they were ahead, and then we came back toward the end and actually took the lead, and then I do believe, then they tied us up. And um, so the, like I said, I should have wrote, uh, you can actually look it up on the website. They have, you can actually go into the, to the box score, then you can look at the, uh, course his box go on the when it drops down when it actually pop the box or then you can do the little drop down where it pulls up play by play like it's a, i think it's what it was one of the settings is like box score um i think like offense i mean scoring or play by play you can hit by play by play and then it'll actually tell you who, when they brought them in and all that stuff and the counts when um when the on what the uh pitch counts were i mean it's really neat um like i said i i really should have Wrote some more of this down. Um, I, I can remember, but I'm trying to speed through here because the time is. No, like I said, they only give us an. Give me an hour to do this on Anchor. They only give you an hour for Anchor to do, do the podcast. But the bullpen, like I said, we they, you know, got you know, got a few runs, you know, and back. Yeah, got a few runs there. We tied, you know, then we came back, and we tied it, and then went ahead, and then they came back, tied it again. Last couple of innings, um, so but bullpen kind of struggling, but like I said, like in the first game, Pulaski came out there and he took you know took took the pitcher out and put a pitcher you know he knew, he didn't leave him out there like he did like the last few seasons, three seasons, four whatever it was three seasons, you know he actually went out there he I think Pulaski realizes you know this it's do or die, you know if if they don't make the tournament, he's gone you know he, his contract's up anyway. During the season, uh, if he makes the the country tournament, um, you know, I I say you know give him at least a one year extension. I know if that's hard for me to say, uh, as much as I've um, you know said about my feelings about the, the coaching staff, but uh, compared to what they you know be him him having him being the head coach for the worst. Uh, Having the worst season in the you know modern schedule for Western baseball, you know, and they were making a tournament in three seasons. If he makes it that list last this next year, I say you know give him a one one year extension. See how he does again. If he if he makes it, you know, then we'll go from there. If he don't, you know, you know part ways. But if he you know so like I said, I don't really know the method to his his JUCO stuff. But hey. First three games, it's really looked good. So, getting back to that, like I said, he he came out there. He really managed his bullpen good, and he, he took them out and put the right guys in, you know, situation. So we went and we went into extra innings. Um, I can't remember how the kid was who pitched the tenth. He sh- he shut down Northern Kentucky. Uh, then we got up. We came in. We got got the bases loaded, and um, for the life of me, I cannot remember who was up to bat. But he hit a slow, uh, slow chopper to the short side of Northern Kentucky, and um, 
since the bases were loaded, it don't matter what he, he would have done. It, I don't, the the runner was running on was on contact, so there was no way even if he filled the ball, he would have had to play at the plate. Uh, but as soon as it hit his glove, he dropped it. So that was ball game. We won. Um, you know, I was talking about earlier where the first game where last year when teams come back on us, we let them come back and we lose the games. Uh, so that first game when they started coming back, even though we were we had nine runs on the board, I was like, we're fixing, we're gonna lose this game. We didn't. We held on. Saturday, I was like, here we go again. Extra innings. I don't. I, I should looked it up. I don't know how many games we won in extra innings last year, but I know it wasn't many. Uh, so I was like, man, here we go again. It's, you know, but uh, everybody, everybody did their job. Everybody did their job, and. We came out with a win, uh, so that's two, you know, two wins in a row, you know. And so Sunday we'll be going into, we went into Sunday looking for three, uh, for the you know for the sweep. Like I said, the first time in probably 2011 or 10, 2010. Uh, so I mean, every you know everybody, you know everybody looked good really. And you know like I said the bullpen should have been the first two games the bullpen has struggled a bit. It's but besides that we looked good everywhere. So. You're gonna have to, there's gonna be some people, you know, some of the it's gonna be some struggles somewhere. It's it's beginning of the season, so um, everything looked good. I, you know, second game besides, like I said, a little bit of the bullpen. Um, I'm have to hurry this up because we're got much time. We're going to the third game, which was Sunday, and I wrote a few things down. I mean, if I can find where I put that stuff at. I don't know where I put the game three stuff, but uh, game three was Sunday. It was uh, one o'clock start time. Um, the attendance was uh, it was down from Saturday, which uh, that's going to happen because it was um, <laughs> attendance wasn't free, but it was it was about a hundred more people than it was Friday. So, uh, like I said, they uh, have the um, three hundred three as the attendance. Um, looked about one hundred seventy five people. Um, there was actually more Western fans there than. There was um, northern Northern Kentucky fans. It was about 60-40. 60-40, so it's more Western fans. What that was great to see since, um, you know, the first game, they actually had more people than we did. So it was real nice to actually see um, see us have more fans at the Nick than the opposing, opposing, opposing team. So uh, we won that game, and, man, that was crazy. We won the game nineteen to two. I'm sure if you, you know, we already won. But man, I don't even know where to start talking about this game. It was crazy. Um, everything went right. I mean, uh, um, hitting and pitching. I mean, you score nineteen runs. You only give up two, and you know, it, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just where do you start at? But. Um, uh, one thing was that uh, really stuck out of my mind, uh, out of my stuck out about this game was uh, everybody, all the starters, uh, basically got a hit except for um, Jake Sanford. He went 0 for 5. He did have a walk, and he left six men on base, but he was the hottest hitter coming into. You know, coming into Sunday's game, and he was out of all everybody got a hit except for him. That's just one of those you know crazy baseball things where 
guys knocking the cover off the ball in the close game, you know, closer games, and then we have a, just a massive blowout, and he's the one that goes over for the day, you know. It's baseball, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, the, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's just, I kind of feel sorry for him because, you know, he's killing the ball, and everybody else is just, is just tearing it up, and now he's, he can't, you know, he can't buy a hit, you know, and, um, so, you know, it's just one of those, I don't know, I'm, I'm stumbling and mumbling again, okay, so I'm going to head over to, uh, head over, uh, I'm going to go break, scroll down here on my little piece of paper that I actually got a few notes on, um, the, um, the catcher, Matt Phelps, had another great game behind the plate, and had a really good game, um, at the plate again, he, um, he hit his first home run as a as a as a hilltopper, and actually uh, actually hit the first hilltopper home run for the 2019 season. So uh, he'll go down as the as the uh, first hilltopper 2019 with a home run. So this kid is really really starting off really really good. Um, uh, actually, the starting pitcher I need to actually talk about about him. Uh, it was Reese Calvert. Uh, I think he redshirted last year because uh, he tried to transfer from uh, Ohio State. So he had uh, the D1 transfer rule, which I, I really don't you know, know. I can't keep up with that stuff. It's, you know, there's so many rules and stuff, but uh, he did have to sit out a year, I do believe. Uh, hopefully I'm, I'm correct on this. I already messed up on the Michael Darrell Hicks thing so bad. So I'm hoping that's what it was, but I know he he did not pitch last year. Um, he pitched two good innings. Um, uh, Start the third inning. Uh, it, it I don't know. It kind of there was two errors made. Um, that I think, and then uh, what it was on the second was it? No, the first. The first error uh, it was my uh, third baseman Brunson, Nick Brunson. And then the, I think it was the play after that, um, he hurt his wrist or arm or something because he, he threw the ball, I think it was the second, and he just, he just said, uh, like you say, he was in a lot of pain. He was holding his arm. Um, you know, the trainers and everything come out there, and they uh, looked at you know looked at it for, I mean, he was, out, they were out there a long time, and finally they started letting uh, Calvert, uh, I guess that's how you pronounce his name, if if I mess it up, I'm sorry, but uh, they they let him start warming back up. I mean, because they were out there for I mean it was probably the longest injury delays I've seen in a long time. And um, so finally they decided to take him out. And then I what I didn't understand on this was uh, he he played second base the first two games. They had him at third uh, this game. Sims didn't play wasn't, didn't start, and so, um, what they, what they did, I didn't understand, because they brought Sims in to replace Brunson at third, only in the batting order, they actually moved Jack Wilson, who, from first base, to play third, and put Sims on first, which I have no idea why they did that, because Sims played, um, you know, he played third base the first and second game so I uh, I don't know what happened because when they tried to move I guess when they when they 
So they put Sims at first, and he didn't. Either they couldn't find Sims as a first base glove, or they couldn't find uh, Wilson a third base glove. It was either way. I mean, I'm not sure it took forever. They were looking everywhere for whatever. I can't remember which one it was on the switch. Um, uh, they couldn't find the right uh, glove for the position. Uh, so that took another few minutes. They, I think they actually ran into the clubhouse and grabbed it. I'm not for sure. But on that, then the, the really long extended um, injury delay for Brunson, uh, as Calvert was out there forever without throwing any live pitching. And those, like I said, there was two guys on from the airs. Uh, the next... Uh, so the um, next batter up, I threw a wild pitch. Uh, he ended up walking that guy, and I think he was rattled. I think he got rattled. I think because uh, the two errors back to back. Then he walked the kid, and I think the long delay. I think that hurt him because he was he was looking good up until then, and it just um, I think it just it, it just his momentum and, and and not really his confidence, but just it just everything just slowed down. So he was go. He was doing. He was doing really good. Um, I think everything just snowballed on him, maybe. And um, uh, after he walked in, the bases were loaded. Uh, I guess Pulaski went. Out, Pulaski went out there and, and um, he took him out. Which um, we don't know. You know, maybe it was a good thing. We don't know. It turned out to be a good thing because he brought he um, he brought in uh, what was the kid's name? Here I go again. Oh, I'm sorry. His name was Dalton Shoemaker. He is a JUCO transfer. Um, he's actually, I think he's from Glasgow. So he, he's basically, you know, uh, not real a local, but, you know, an area, a local area kid. Uh, he came in and um, he actually walked the first guy he faced. Um, and then... So, because the bases was loaded, he walked first guy. So they get a, they they scored a run, um, and what happened next was one of those things you'll probably never ever see in baseball again. It's the first time you've seen it, and probably the last time. They have you know you got, they always say you only stuff like this can only happen in baseball, and you, or they say oh you'll never see that again. Well, there was one that I saw at the next at the next batter came up for um, Northern Kentucky. He popped the ball up, and it seemed like I said, Sims just just coming to the game, and we have there's one out, bases loaded, pops up to the first baseman. Sims has been playing has been playing third, first two games, is at first base now. Popped up in the ball, you see the the wind's taking the ball, so he's he's falling, he's tracking the ball. And it takes him right into first base. As soon as he catches the ball, and Sims is a big kid, and the 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 kid that was on first base uh, for uh, Northern Kentucky was a big boy. He was he was a big old boy. He looks about six four, two seventy. He was huge, big, solid. He was a big old dude. And I said Sims is is a pretty big guy too, and. So Sims hit him as soon as he caught the ball. He, I mean, it was like simultaneously, bam! Caught the ball, hits the kid, uh, and it knocks the kid off the base, and they call the kid out. 
they see double play. And that's when all, you know what broke loose. Um, the run, the, the kid on first was like, he knocked me off the base. I'm, what am I supposed to do? And their coaches come out. They, it was crazy. Uh, they were yelling. They protest. You know, they, you know, not protest the game, but they just kept going. It, that so that delayed that. So, but the inning was over. So, <laughs> uh, so that was just really crazy. They, like I said, they said I think argued forever uh, about the play, which I, like I said, I've never seen them. You know, somebody get knocked. You know, a player run into the. You know, I've seen them run each other on the base pass. But I've never seen him just run right smack. And like I said, the the, the player for North Dakota was standing on the base. He wasn't moving, uh, you know, because the ball was a pop up. And I mean, you know, they they hit and he came off the base, and so they tagged him out. But like I said, they protested and argued and everything. Uh, but they didn't overturn it or anything like that. So so that started a little. Um, I don't know. That actually started things to come. Through the game, I'm about to speed this up. We got like t less than ten minutes left on here. I knew I was going to run out of time I'm trying to do three. Talk about three games. So uh, Shoemaker was rolling the rest of the game. I mean, he was he was just he was stowing, so he was looking good. Um, you know, another long 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 relief appearance. Um, he um, I think he went all the way to the that's what he he pitched. I think uh, the start of the eighth inning, they uh, this is when they took him out. Start of the eighth, and uh, he gave up the the that what the first one, the first Barry face. He, he walked him and gave up the uh, gave up the one run. So he looked really good. Um, I think I said I had his strikeouts for the day. He had five strikeouts. And I think he had just that one walk. So another great long relief appearance by a Topper out of the bullpen. Um, I was saying things got a little shaky. Um, I want to say it was the bottom of the third. Um, well, no, was it? I can't actually. It had to be the fourth because the bottom of the third. Yeah, it was uh, bottom of the fourth. Um, Jake Sanford was up and he grounded out um, to the uh, he he grounded out. It was the third out. Uh, he hit the ball to the first baseman. Base first baseman relayed it throw over to the pitcher who was covering. Um, it was a bang bang play and there was a little contact at the first base and you know it happens. It happens and you know uh, runners run down the line. You know. Uh, this at this time, you know, it was the pitcher running to cover the base, so there was a little bit of um, contact. There happens all the time. You see it, you know. And uh, after the contact, I didn't think about it because it happens all the time. And I was sitting there, and Dana's like, "What's going on?" And we look, and the pitcher from Northern Kentucky is yelling at uh, uh, Jake, and. Um, First base coach was getting Jake's stuff, and Jake was said something back. And then uh, one of the Northern Kentucky coaches come out of the dugout and basically is uh, yelling at Jake and our first base coach, which, of course, his name slips on mine. 
Uh, gosh, I'm horrible with names, horrible pronunciations. Uh, and so Jake's mouth and back, the pit, they're home. So uh, first race coach is you know, he's trying to get Jake to settle down. Um, while they're while North Kentucky's a couple of their players are holding the pitcher back, and then a couple of the their uh, coaches holding the, the one coach uh, was just going was going ballistic. Dumps were over there. They're trying to break it up, and um, our new coach, the new coach for Western, he runs out there. Um, third base coach um, Ron Settle, he's run out there. Pulaski comes out there, and it's they're breaking it up because it's fixing to get bad. Uh, they got their pitcher back, but their their one coach is just going nuts. Um, actually, before Pulaski got out there, he was started to come out there. Don't told he told him he gave each bench a warning. So Pulaski asked him why. By the time Pulaski had already, he finally got out because like I said, this was on the first base side. Uh, so Pulaski, I think he was asking why did we get a warning when basically they were, you know basically coming at our player, you know, San, uh, Jake Sanford. So, and Sanford was saying something, but he wasn't, you know, he, basically when the ump told him to cut it out, he stopped and was coming on back to the dugout, him first base coach. But the, like I said, that their coach was just irate. So they gave him warnings, and so then Pulaski started asking the ump, why don't we get a warning? And next thing I know, and I was trying to hear it, because you can actually hear him on the talk when the music's off, but... They didn't turn the music down. Now, I'm trying to hear him, but it, I, it, from what I could hear, from what I was saying that, it sounded like he was saying, why are we getting the warning? And so next thing I know, Pulaski is going off on the umps. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, come on, don't not get thrown out because you're actually doing a great job coaching this weekend. Don't get thrown out, you know. And uh, so it, tensions were really high. And, and I told Dana, I said, I said, man, it's getting chippy. It's going, it's something's going to happen for this. There's going to be a fight before it's over with. Um, so that that was about five, six minutes of just it, it got a little crazy there. Um, so <laughs> um, things settled down, but we actually got hit, I think, three more times by pitches during the game. There, I've been four actually during the game. Uh, I got like three minutes left on here. Um, so they they took. Uh, you make out they um they finished up the eighth and ninth inning with uh uh Hartness and Strong they came in they uh, they pitched two innings only gave up one run on two hits two walks which you know that's really good um we'll take that any day um so um you know the big uh, the offense just exploded today I gotta run, wrap, wrap this up I'm about to cut this really really short. Uh, the offense just exploded. You know, big game from from um, the catcher, uh, Feeps. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Richard Constantine had a really big game. Uh, uh, Jack Wilson, good game. Uh, Sweeney, the center fielder, really had a uh, – I think coming into the game he only had one hit. Maybe he had a really good game. Lambert uh, had a uh, great opening day. Uh, second day, uh, didn't do so good. Struggled a little bit at the plate. Uh, had a really good uh, bounce-back game Sunday. Uh, Davis Sims, they brought him in for um, Nick Nick Brunson when he got hurt. Uh, Sims, I think he was two for two. Uh, all around, it was just a complete great game by the tops. Um, you know, 
I don't see, you know, except for, for uh, you know, Jake getting the uh, the offer, which, like I said, it's one of those crazy baseball things where everybody else is, is you know, getting the hits and the guy that's been knocking the cover off of the ball, can't, that's the game. He just he can't get a hit. It's one, it's just one of those baseball things. But, um, you know, so that, that was the only thing that, you know, but you can't, that's stuff like that. That's going to happen, you know. Um, if if everybody got a, if he got a hit every game, it, you know, would be the a world record. <laughs> but you know, and I'm just rambling on. And I mean, to hurt finish up. But uh, great, um, great third game. You know, did the sweep. Um, was not really expecting that to happen. I don't think anybody did. Um, you know, I, I, I was hoping to get two. Uh, you know, two of the three. Uh, but we actually got three of the three. So. Awesome weekend. Uh, everything looked really good. A uh, few things we struggled in. Um, uh, people like you know, people by came in behind them, stepped up. Uh, you know, doing what we're supposed to do. You know, we're gonna have struggles in, in places, and that's the thing. Last last few years, we had struggles, and there was nobody to pick it up. You know, pick it up, do the job. Like you know, we've been struggling with that. This weekend, a couple times we struggled. There was somebody behind them, you know. The boys stepped up, you know. So that's what we need because we're going to have struggles this year. We're going to have everybody has them, but if you can have somebody behind them that can pick it up that day, that's what we need. And this weekend we did it. Uh, like I said, I've been so critical of Pulaski for three seasons. Been wanting him to let go, you know. That's bad when you even want somebody to lose their job. Uh, but um, what these three games, I'm hoping they're that's what it's going to be. That's what we got to look for this season, because I would rather have the tops baseball program uh, be successful and have him there than you know us being not successful and have him gone and get somebody else in there. And even though like I said I haven't been a fan of him or his coaching staff, but what they you tell he has changed things, his his mentality of coaching, you know. So I guess he realized he got to turn around. Okay, well, we got about one minute. Like I said, everybody did, you know, great, great opening weekend. Uh, the tops, uh, they travel to Lipscomb Tuesday. Uh, they go down there Tuesday the 19th, uh, games at 4 o'clock. Watch the weather. Nashville weather says it's supposed to rain. So I don't know if they'll get that game in or not. Then we come back Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Nick. Uh, weather looks bad. Um, I probably tomorrow I'm gonna do a, a schedule, 2019 schedule. I was gonna do today, but I ran out of time. I got less than 30 seconds on here. So uh, thanks for everybody listening. I hope I did better, um, you know, at this. And Alex, I'm gonna do another one. We're gonna go over the schedule a little bit. I'll probably do it tomorrow. So let's um, again, thanks again for everybody for listening. Uh, God bless, and as always, go tops. <laughs>